thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. We have been having a good time. You've never heard me say we've been having a bad time on this, right? No, you'll never hear it because the Word gives us the best life. And we are just thrilled to learn together. We've got a studio audience who's hungry to know what God says. I know you're hungry and bring your faith. And I, if I could say this, become a student today. Expect answers for your life. Amen. And we invite you, take notes, because we don't want you to lose things that God might say to you. Amen. Uh, the last couple of episodes, we invite you to go back and watch them. Because as I say, if you'll go back and watch it, there's things that have been said previously we don't want you to miss out on. Um, we've been looking at something, and we could call it this, God's will and God's ways. Yes. Why is it so important? Do, do people even recognize the difference? We have to know God's will so that we'll know what to have faith for. Yeah, but then we also have to know his ways of how he accomplishes his will. And so um, if we will learn God's will and God's ways concerning our need, we'll always receive his help, our answer that we need in that situation. Amen. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I'm only interested in always receiving, not just sometimes receiving or maybe receiving. I want to always receive. Well, God in his fairness, God, because he is just, he reveals in his word what his will is. Because you can't have faith for something if, that you don't know is available. Um, showing God's will is showing what he has made ours, showing what's available to us as his children. Um, but in his fairness, he also shows us the ways those, that his will is accomplished. Yeah. That, with him showing us the ways, then we can get the right result every time. We know exact steps to take every time to arrive at victory. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. If, we, if he didn't have prescribed ways, we could say, well, I'll try this, hope it works, or I'll try that, hope it's, it works. No, there are prescribed yes. ways. <clears throat> um, if you go tour, maybe some big outdoor attraction, maybe there's some kind of uh, something in nature, whether it's a grand park or something, they have paths for you to stay on. Why? Because they don't want you to arrive at the wrong place. Amen. So they have prescribed routes for you to take. They're for your safety and they're to make sure that you see what you came to see, that you arrive 
at the place you came to arrive at. Well, they're not putting paths and boundaries in place to keep you out. They're trying to keep you on course. The ways of God keep us on course. As we learn his ways, then we're not out wondering, hope this works, try this. No, we know how to arrive at victory. Amen. So we have to learn God's will and God's ways of how he does something. Um, Something doesn't just happen. An answer isn't just going to be arrived at or victory isn't, a, isn't received simply because it's his will. Mm-hmm. Right. We have to take his ways yes. to arrive Amen. at his will. Amen. We have to learn his ways. Yes. Amen. Faith is not just about discovering or knowing the will of God. It's discovering the ways. If we're faith people, we can't just be interested in knowing the will of God. We have to also be students of how to arrive. And that is knowing his ways. The will and the ways of God work together to ensure our success. Amen. So... Um, we won't, we won't experience victory or success just because we have a need. We have to apply the ways of God to that need. Amen. Amen. We've been looking at, let's go to, again, to Psalm chapter 95 and verse 10. And I'm going to read out of the Amplified Classic Translation. God is speaking here about the Hebrews that were delivered out of Egypt. You'll remember he told them, he said, I have already given you a land. He's just waiting for them to show up at what he had already put, basically made, they had the title deed on it. Mm -hmm. In the spirit realm, he just waiting for them to arrive at what he provided for them. But they didn't. They wandered for 40 years. And now we're going to see something why that's true. Psalm 95 uh, verse 10 It reads, God is speaking. He said, for 40 years long was I grieved and disgusted with that generation. And I said, it is a people that do err in their hearts and they do not approve, acknowledge or regard my ways. Notice this. They knew his will. What was his will? Well, his will was they be delivered from slavery That happened, but his will was to deliver them out of something because he wanted to bring them into more. He wasn't just bringing them out of Egypt to wander. That wasn't his intent. He intended to bring them out so he could bring them in. Bring them into more than they ever had. They only went part way. They only came out, but they never went in. And he's telling them, why didn't they go in? They didn't learn his ways of entry. There are, there are ways of entry into that promised land. How are we going to arrive? And they, here it says the Amplified, they didn't approve of his ways. They didn't acknowledge his ways and they didn't regard his ways. What, what do you mean when we say regard? It's a word for honor. They didn't honor his ways. They had more honor for what they wanted than what God wanted. They didn't approve his ways. If someone doesn't approve of something, they don't agree with it. They didn't agree with God. They argued with God. They complained against God. When they complained against God, they complained against his ways. They didn't acknowledge it. What's that mean? They didn't say what he said. They said what they thought. So we see this. They didn't want to adapt to him. They wanted God to adapt to them. 
Now there's a big danger in life. There's a big danger. Because right, this is what we see throughout society. And it's not all, it's always been this way through society. And we're seeing that even more heightened in society in recent generations. And that is they are wanting God to adapt to them instead of them adapting to God. God's word is unchanging. He's not going to change his word. Why? Because his word is perfect. His word is right. When you're perfect, you don't got to change. <laughs> we're, the change we're the ones that need to change, coming in line with his word. So they didn't want to adapt to him. They wanted him to adapt to them. And that mindset displeased him. That mindset made him, as the Amplified says, they were, he was disgusted with them. As a result of not knowing his ways, because that's what this verse says. They didn't approve, acknowledge, or regard his ways. As a result of not knowing his ways, um, his ways was what was going to give them access. Um, His access gives us ways into what he provided for us. His ways was how they were going to enter and because they wouldn't go his way, they couldn't have it. They couldn't enter, at least that first generation. The second generation later did. Um, As a result of not knowing his ways, they couldn't enter. Why are people not receiving what belongs to them in the body of Christ? They can't enter till they know his ways. They know his ways. We're going to talk, we're going to keep Mm -hmm. talking about this. I'm laying the groundwork and I'm doing it slowly because I want people to realize it's not just God loves me. Thank God he loves me. I don't make light of that, but we have to know something. We can't just stay on the surface. God, Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. Yes, absolutely. Thank God for his, his, his love for us. I don't treat it like because that is who he is. He is love, but love prescribed ways so that we could arrive at victory in the face of every need. And for us to not be interested in learning those ways and just be content, say, well, he loves me. Well, that's not how you're going to enter some, some of the things he's provided. You have to know more. Amen. Um, Go with me, if you would, to Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to start with verse 6. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 6. Now, I want us to keep in mind the passage we just read in Psalm 95, that the Hebrews, they didn't approve, they didn't acknowledge, and they didn't have a regard for God and his ways. And it kept them out. So the word tells us, though God was speaking and he said, those who honor me, I will honor. What's that mean? If we'll show honor for God in a certain direction, he will honor us by revealing his ways about that. That's one way of looking at that. That when we honor his word, then he will open up that word to us. If people are, if I could say this, just not interested in the word of God, they don't walk in great light of the word. Yeah. They, because there's, when there's not an honor for something, right. he doesn't open it to yes, them. Right. So when we, need to, when we need something open to us, we need to honor it enough to, if I could say this, learn it. Yes. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. It says, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine 
lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Well, what does that mean? Is he calling people dogs? Is he calling people swine? He's talking about an honor issue here. You know, if you say, um, if, 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 if there, you went to a farm and there, they had a, a pen full of pigs, you could lay out a newspaper on the ground and say, piggy, piggy, this is what men say about today. This is what's going on in our world today. It's written in this newspaper. You lay it out before them. Then you take some, your Bible and you open it out and you lay it out before them. And you say, but this is what God says. The newspaper uh, we'll bring you a different one tomorrow because it'll change tomorrow. But this word never changes. It's eternal. It always is the same because God is always the same. It reveals God. And that, that swine, you know what they'll do? They'll roll all over the newspaper. They'll roll all over the Bible. It means nothing to them. It mean, the Bible is nothing more to them than the newspaper is. That's what he's talking about with swine. When he says, don't cast your pearls before swine, when somebody has no regard for the difference between what man says and what God says. Don't even waste your time. Because what will happen if you try to persuade them, they'll turn again and rend you. They'll end up attacking you. Because there's a lack of honor. They're not interested. There's no regard. I'm not talking about not winning souls. I'm talking about people who just have no regard. And you know, we just want to make sure as believers, we have the highest regard for the word. We don't treat what God says as equal to what man says. How can we treat what God says as not being any more than what man says? Well, if God tells you to do something and a loved one tells you to do something, who are you going to obey? You see? We have to give his word preeminence. Amen. 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 So he says, give not that which is holy unto the dog. So he's letting us know this, that there are things when people don't have an honor for the word, when they treat the word um, without honor, that word won't be, they won't see the light of that word. It won't be, it won't be opened to them. Why is God withholding? No, God's not withholding. It's their approach to it. It's how they look upon God's word. So if I could say this, the more honor we show for the word, the more will be revealed to us out of that word. That's where I'm trying to arrive at. Show honor, show honor. Amen. Verse seven. Now he's telling us how to show honor. Ask and it shall be given you. Look at that word, ask and it shall be given you. It is certain. It's not uncertain. When you ask, it shall be given you. And then it says, seek what will happen. You shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you for everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Know this, this is a way of coming into the light of the word. Ask, seek, and knock. Those are ways of God. And it's the will of God that we see what he longs to show. But it's the ways of God that we ask, we seek, and we knock. Meaning this, we don't just sit back and wait for God to dump something on us. We go after 
the, the, the truth of God's word. We study it. We look into it. We put ourselves under someone who knows God better than us. Yeah. And we become a student. We listen and we ask of God the things that we need to know. We seek. That means, you know, if, if you seek for something, have you ever seen the hide and seek game with kids? You have a treasure hunt type game with kids. What's going to happen? They don't come back to home base till they found it. Yep. Yeah. They don't just look in, under one rock. They don't just look behind one bush. They seek and they seek and they seek until they find it. Yeah. This is what he's talking about. Don't just, don't just, if I could say this, seek in a certain direction one, one time and say, oh, I don't know what that is and walk off and leave it. Be interested enough yes. to not come back till you find it. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. This is what this word seek implies to us. It's not a casual, half-hearted attempt mm -hmm. to be a student of the word. Amen. It's a lifestyle. So he says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So know this, spiritual truths are precious and they are of great value. Yes. Mm -hmm. If we're going to recognize the truths of God's word, we have to show honor. Right. Yeah. Right. Amen. Amen. It's only those who seek, those who ask, seek and knock that will come back with something. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, we don't want to be of those who show no regard for the word, right. who want God to adapt them, him to themselves mm -hmm. instead of themselves being adapted to him. Yes. Right. Amen. Amen. So what we, can, what we can see is the truths that are so weighty to our life, they're not always obvious. You have to ask. Mm -hmm. You have to seek. You have to knock. But anytime you do, you'll come into it. Praise Amen. Amen. They're not hidden from us. Mm -hmm. They're hidden for us. Oh, that's that's Amen. Amen. God has them in safekeeping and every man who's hungry can come get them. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Uh, but we will only find to the measure we seek. That's why my husband and I spent a lot of money to travel and get into the meetings of our spiritual father, Dad Hagen, we were seeking. Amen. We were asking. We were knocking. Amen. Amen. We didn't just sit at home. That's why we, we, we so honor and value the local church, the place in the local church. Why? That's a place where what we're seeking is found. Mm -hmm. That's a place where what we're asking is heard. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. When we are too tired to show up for church, but not too tired to go to work. Right. You see, we're showing God something. Yes. We need to make sure that we put seeking to know him and his ways is, is a, a priority to us. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, if we don't seek these things, they don't, they're not found. Mm -hmm. You know, there has to be a turning toward God. Yes. The Bible says, the Bible d tells us this, draw nigh to me mm -hmm. and I'll draw nigh to yes. you. Yes. If, if we're not, if, if God's closeness, we're not growing closeness to God, it's not because he's withdrawn. It's yeah. because we haven't turned. That's right. yeah. That's you see, we haven't drawn near to him yeah. because Anytime we draw near to him, he will always yes. respond Amen. to that. Yes. Always, always, always. So when it comes to knowing his will and his way, seek it out. Study it. Mm -hmm. 
And we, and do you know by you watching this, that's one way of you seeking it out because you're investing your time. It shows your hunger. It shows your honor for God. Amen. Um, I love something that there was this one particular woman that I heard a testimony of. The doctors had diagnosed her with a terminal incurable condition. And she ended up going to a healing um, ministry that taught on healing. And uh, they taught on healing every day. And she showed up there and she told those who were working there, she said, you know, I just refuse to die prematurely just because I'm ignorant. What's that saying? I came to honor that word. I came to learn the ways of God. I came to ask to seek and to knock. Amen. 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 She was interested in finding out her part. Mm -hmm. She was interested in finding out what she needed to do to cooperate with God. Mm -hmm. Because so much of the time, the mindset that has been taught through the generations is if if God wants it for me, he'll give it to me. No, that's not what that scripture says. It says you have to ask. You have to seek. You have to knock. You know, um, I've learned this. What costs people nothing, they don't treat very, very honorably. You know, uh, when we, when something's important to us, we'll pay a price for it. Amen. Amen. That's what that woman was doing. She uprooted her life to get where she could hear about healing and no doubt was honored. Amen. Um, I want to read something that dad Hagen, now dad Hagen was our spiritual father and he was raised up off of a deathbed after he was given up to die as a, as a, as a teenager. Um, he did learn, but he, and he, God did raise him up. And of course he went on to have over 70 years of such fruit bearing ministry. But he said this during the time that I was bedfast, the Holy spirit kept trying to tell me that I could be healed. See, he'd been raised in a church that they didn't believe in healing. Not only did they not know about healing, they told him healings passed away. Now, see, it's one thing to to not know healings available. It's another thing to say you can't have it. (laughs) Now, that's a whole nother level of error, right? So he had to not only get past the lack of knowing about healing, he had to get past the the error being told you couldn't be healed. So he said, during the time that I was bedfast, the Holy Spirit kept trying to tell me I could be healed. Finally, one day I heard something on the inside of me. That still small voice said to me, you don't have to die at this early age. Now think of that, to hear that, what that would have meant. And then that the Spirit went on to say to him, you can be healed. Well, if I can be healed, if I could be healed, I wanted to know how, is what Brother Hagen said. I knew medical science couldn't do anything for me. So I asked the Lord, how can I be healed? What's he asking for? The ways. See, the Holy Spirit revealed the will. The will of God was that you be healed. But then Dad Hagen asked the right question, how? See, it's not enough to know that it's available. What do I do to cooperate? So he said, I asked the Lord, how can I be healed? And that same inward voice said, it's all in the book. In other words, if you're interested, go find it. It's there. 
We're interested. You're interested. I know that's why you're watching. We're interested, but it's in the book. It's not in tradition. It's not in maybe what my relatives say. It's in the book. Run everything you choose to believe, draw it out of the book. Don't draw it out of just your past or out of someone else's experience. Get it out of the book. The ways of God are there. And it is our privilege to search it out, seek it out. So the more we give ourselves to the book, the more the book will work in us. Um, You heard of a preacher by the name of Norval Hayes, precious man of God, had a strong healing ministry, taught on healing, taught on faith, taught on a life of worship. He's gone home to be with the Lord now, but a precious man of God with a strong healing anointing. He was raised in a denominational church that taught them that healing had been passed away, that God was not healing people today, that it was not even available. As a result, his mother that was in that church and loved being there, loved God, loved God, Uh but didn't know the ways, ended up dying at 36 years old of a terminal condition because she was told God doesn't heal anymore. She didn't even know the will of God, much less the ways. They taught her wrongly about the will of God. So Brother Norville made this statement. He said, we would go to that church. We loved God. And he said, we could find the loving, saving God in that church Mm -hmm. because we heard how God saved. And we could find him there because that's what we sought him as a savior. So we were saved. But when my mother needed a miracle and healing, we couldn't find him there. Why? Because that place did not receive him as healer or miracle worker. It matters where you go to church. It matters what you listen to. You have to have knowledge in line with your need. You have to learn the ways of God in line with your need. You can love on God. And this this is what Brother Norville said. You can love on God and he'll love you back, but though it's no sign that you'll receive healing. Because uh, God loves you, but we have to know the ways of God concerning healing to receive healing. We have to know the ways of God uh, concerning prosperity to know prosperity. Their denomination would just teach them, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you. You can be born again. Those are great to know. I tell you, you miss hell knowing that, right? But you won't receive healing till you know something more. You won't receive prosperity till you know something more. Then Brother Norville went on and made this statement. What you send to heaven is what heaven sends back to you. So if all you do is say, I love you, I love you, I love you, heaven will love you back. And you'll sense the presence of God, but that's no sign you'll receive healing. You have to to say, you uh, you have to cooperate with the ways of heaven regarding healing to receive the flow of heaven. Know and worship him as healer and you'll be healed. Call him your partner in success and you'll have success. God wants all good for us, but the more, he wants more for us than we want for ourselves, but we have to seek and know how he operates. Well, we're going to keep going this way. You don't want to miss it. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org.
On this CD, Confessions of Healing, Nancy Dufresne begins to lead in confessions for healing from the scriptures, allowing time for the listener to repeat them after her. If you or someone you know is in need of healing, this CD will be a blessing to you. Order today at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual camp meeting here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, June 12th through the 16th. Speakers include Nancy Dufresne, Jesse Duplantis, Jerry Savell, and Bill Winston. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.